0: say it loud podcast network where black and brown voices truly matter what's up everybody welcome to another episode of just a thought with sheree nicole and my word for today is grateful i'm super grateful that i get an opportunity to bring you amazing conversations and content each week and The buck does not stop here, and I'm so excited because I get to share a conversation I recently had with a legend, a living legend, Kirk Franklin. He's one of my absolute favorite artists of all time. I think he's a certified genius, and no one's going to tell me otherwise. But I wanted to share a conversation that I had with him recently on the Willie Moore Jr. show. And we talked a lot about what's going on in Texas right now and everything that happened in that state um, due to the unseasonable winter weather, homes destroyed, pipes bursting, oozing out with water, people displaced, some people even lost their lives, water boiling, advisory, so many things. And to find out that there are political pundits and there's political ping pong being played in the midst of all of this makes it even more disturbing. So Kirk has been a long-time Texas resident, and I got an opportunity to talk to him about it and get his take on everything that's going on in Texas. And so I wanted you guys to catch that. And we also talked about his brand new podcast, Good Words. So this conversation was way too special and way too cool for me to keep to myself. And so I'm offering you all the opportunity to tap in with us. So I hope you enjoy So Kirk, I saw your IG and we were, you know, we were talking on the show earlier about everything that's going on in Texas. Like, how are you guys doing? Like, what's, what's the vibes down there right now?
1: Yeah, is I think that it's, it's a very, uh, a very unique dichotomy because it's not only the weather, but it's now also politics Mm. that are now kind of playing the role in what's happening with people and a lot of the uh systemic issues that yeah. continue to play uh to play against marginalized communities and so you know this is going to be an interesting conundrum to that that will be very very uh challenging to see roll out and to play out to see what the end result will be and how the solution will be executed just because it is revealing a lot of those uh, hidden issues and, you know, not necessarily going, going to, you know, label it, you know, so much as redlining, but we will see, Mm -hmm. we'll begin to see exactly what the systems begin to reveal while some communities were, were affected harder than others. Mm -hmm.
0: Do you expect um, a more pointed national response? Would you hope or expect that there's some more action that we get you know, from our executive branch versus just people in Texas trying to figure it out. Yes.
1: Yes. I think that, um, one of the unique, uh, systems, uh, or structures about our, our, uh, about our political structure in America is, is that the individuality, um, that each state continues to have that. Yeah. That that a lot of times can be beneficial for a particular state, but but sometimes detrimental. And so uh, is I really believe that the that the issue of capitalism on the national scale just, j- just continues to trickle down uh, uh, to issues like deregulation mm-hmm. and all these other areas that are ending up being some of the areas that are problematic for these different communities. And so uh, we are seeing we are seeing capitalism at its finest even play out during this issue uh, of this weather storm that we're having in the state of Texas. And mm-hmm. so, as I don't know how much on the uh, national national platform that we will benefit from, or will that conversation even happen? Because when you look at all the pandemics that are, should I say, contemporaneous uh, right now, this may be uh the the least one to get national attention and Mm. so we may become uh may become subjected to the state level uh issue or the execution of what the resolve is and so we'll see we'll find out but there are people that, Mm -hmm. that are dying there are people that are uh freezing to death there are people that are without food without heat and so yeah this is a very disappointing image uh of uh, what's happening here in the state of texas right
0: now hmm. well i will tell you one thing is not that's not disappointing is your new podcast good words um Thank i you. just i, I want to you've done so much kirk i i brag about you all the time it's kind of funny i tell people that i just kirk's a genius oh. anybody that knows me knows i'm probably gonna let that slip out of my mouth at least once per quarter i'm gonna say it and so when i look at the totality of your career and everything you've done why a podcast and why now
1: well to be very honest with you it was presented to me the the idea was presented to me about over a year ago and the idea of communicating and having an opportunity to have uh, another linear discussion of culture and faith was something that i wasn't really thinking about at the time but then when we began to build the dna and the architecture of the show and to really uh consider what the subject matter can be, and try to contextualize that. It ended up being this idea of culture intersecting with faith, and how and how faith continues to lead individuals. That you not always be surprised that it becomes part of their narrative because, in most of their platforms, they don't get the opportunity to have safe conversations about uh, about any type of belief system. You know, either they are interrogated. Or they are challenged because outside of the black church culture, uh, sometimes we forget that the that the national or international conversation about faith is not being had right now. That that uh, we are more of we are more of a pluralistic society than we are a monotheistic society. And so uh, we will be surprised how much God's name is not coming up.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: in the public square. And so for me, my goal has always been to keep the conversation of God a relative conversation. Mm -hmm. And so to be able to do it with people that are at the intersection of pop culture and to be able to unwrap why they believe what they believe, what do they believe and how has faith impacted either their success their failures or their struggles and so it's something that maybe that people can glean from uh certain things that you can apply or things that you can be inspired even challenged by and so um that all began to make sense for me and so i began to uh really enjoy it it's a new learning curve it's a new muscle to uh be developed to be able to be a student of the research uh for every individual and to be engaging at that level and so yeah, it's been um, it's been another mountain and, and I love mountains. Uh,
0: <laughs> what what's one lesson? You saw, you you mentioned lessons, what's one lesson you've learned about yourself since embarking on this podcast?
1: Man, it's that I do well with challenges. It's I don't do well with normalcy, is I don't mm-hmm. do well in 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 calm waters. You know, you know, I complain and I'm always wanting calm waters, but when I get it, I you know, is I don't do well, is I do well in chaos, sometimes in disorder. And and I try to balance that, but but I still find myself addicted to it. <laughs>
0: Is it the creative in you, Kirk? Maybe it's the creative in you that just needs that level of stimulation.
1: Maybe so, maybe so. And, you know, and I think I'm a little left to center as well, so, you know, uh, normalcy, it it, 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 it it can become a little too quiet, you know, and I don't do well in quiet, is I like to find the peace in the midst of, you know, is I like deadlines, is I like uh uh, that we gotta have this now. This has to happen now. We we need this track turn around now. We need it mixed within the next four minutes. You know, <laughs> you know, I do well in that. You know, as I maneuver well, and I like to chase God in that. You know, what I'm saying so. And I think that the pandemic has brought its own level of abnormalities that mm-hmm. that, that have been challenging for me. You know, like I started going back to counseling. Uh, during the pandemic and so therapy has been extremely well for me uh it, it has been a blessing something well you know I am a black man that has always been an advocate for therapy um, mm-hmm. you know we are not only a spirit we're also soul and so uh it has been very beneficial to talk through what the pandemic has done for millions of people and so uh Yeah, these are things that, you know, even find their way even into the podcast to have these discussions to see even how other individuals are just kind of maneuvering as well.
0: When we think about the podcast, when we think about your music and your musical inclinations and this pandemic, has your podcast kind of seeped into your creative musically? Are there some things that you're hearing from people during conversation that you're gleaning that you're thinking about, man, maybe I want to, maybe I want to put this to music. Maybe I want to take this concept and, and do something musically. Or are you really just tapped into, Hey, this is a podcast. It's separate from the other things that I do creatively.
1: Well, first of all, great question. Very good question, but no, they are totally different. They, they are totally different muscles. They are totally different skill sets and they're totally different, uh, spaces in your mind that, that are occupied. And so for me, uh, um, I engage, I love to engage in intellectual conversations. I love intellectual theological conversations and intellectual social conversations. When, you know, and it can be as social as, as uh, injustice or it can be as hood as, as, you know, should Christians be smoking marijuana? And I love to engage in those type of conversations.
0: With that point made, what is one thing that you feel like the the current church in this age, in this pandemic, with all this political ping pong going on, all these different things, needs to do in order to reach as many souls as possible?
1: Uh, to be able to acknowledge the areas that we have been deficient in, number one, mm-hmm. and, to, and to ask for forgiveness for those areas, to be able to lead with a sense of humility and 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 compassion because religion has contributed to a lot of uh, biblical illiteracy, inerrancy, Mm -hmm. uh, not to be able to have a full understanding of what the text originally meant and what it means to walk that out. And, And I believe that this is also a revelation and an unwrapping of how much we really don't know at the deeper root level and to be able to pursue that, to hmm. to be able to pursue. Because we lived in a period of time where the cliches were able to get us through.
0: Mm, that's now, good, Kirk.
1: But now that the microphone and the magnifying glass has been put on faith in America, whether it's through racism or social injustice or the socioeconomic issues that we continue to deal with, uh, just saying, touch your neighbor, Jesus going to work it out. He may not come when you want him. The a devil is alive. well well, all I know is that if he did it for me, he'd do it for you. Those things still at the core level are our truths, but they cannot be the things that we are able to articulate at the bigger level on the behalf of a relevancy for the God that we profess to believe in. And so I believe that that is going to be the conversation that we have in the next future. Um, If a person has a relative that is gay, and they can't pray the gay away, how does a person that has a son or have a daughter, how do you walk out both the duality of biblical uh, compassion and truth and Mm -hmm. human compassion and truth? And Mm -hmm. how do those things begin to intersect with each other? And if you just have a shallow view of your Christian belief, then you're not able to execute that in a in a substantive uh, uh, manner to be able to see Jesus in action in real yeah. time, and so that's what I believe that is going to be the new frontier of of Western Christianity.
0: Well, I'm sure you'll be at the forefront as you always have, in my opinion, trailblazer. Um, Kirk, I'm so excited about this podcast, and as I wrap up, you know, we got the podcast music's always doing its thing. Um, you should come out with a fashion line if you already don't have one, because you're very sharp this afternoon. Sharp. <laughs> what else can we expect? Like, what else? What else can we expect as we move through the first through the of rest all, of the interview? I love that that you're sharp. It was so cute. <laughs> <You're> sharp.
1: <laughs> well, first of all, you're mad cute with with, with the uh, a black girl puff thing. Thank you. is <laughs> you know? I think that I'm just constantly trying to posture myself as the manager, and not the owner you know, mm. and to execute whatever the owner wants. And so, you know, uh, with that becomes a greater sense of peace because all of the weight of it is on him. It's my job to execute what he puts in front of me and to be more in love with him than what it is that I face every day so that I don't end up loving it, what I do, or end up hating what I do because all that I do is for an audience of one. So wow. what whatever that is, is I want to sign up for it.
0: Well, I'm excited about whatever that is. And I pray that God continues to bless the work of your hands as he has done over these decades. Kirk, how can people tap in with you on social media and also make sure that they tap into Good Words?
1: Uh, you can find the Good Words podcast wherever you find your podcast on all platforms, from Spotify to Apple to all the other platforms that that uh, are able to give you um uh, podcast, and then you can follow me on uh, every social media platform uh, at Kirk Franklin. Um, I think I'm still on uh, MySpace, so if you-, <laughs> <laughs> you can go on MySpace if you want to. On Black Planet, you're Black. Oh Planet.
0: my God, are you on TikTok, Kirk? You do you do TikTok?
1: We, you know, is I'm about to venture over there and and, <laughs> and see about that life, I'm going to tiptoe over there and see about that life. <laughs>
0: Well, when you go over there, I'll, I'll I'll tap in with you and see what you got tap going. on. I'm sure it'll be fun. Cause I love in. your Instagram. Tap in,
1: bro. <laughs> tap in.
0: Well, Kirk, thank you so much. Stay safe down there, and uh, keep posting some updates for us on IG as well with everybody with everything that's happening over thank, in Texas.
1: Thank you so much. I sure will. I sure will.
0: Thanks so much for listening. This is Just a Thought, hosted and produced by yours truly, Sheree Cole, in association with Sheree Cole Media and the Say It Loud Podcast Network. Just a Thought is now available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Radio.com. And make sure that you subscribe, share, and rate us, and also tell a friend. You can follow the Just a Thought podcast on Instagram at Just a Thought Show and on Twitter at Just a Thought Win. That's W-I-N. You can also follow me, Sheree Nicole, on Instagram and Twitter, same handle, Cherie underscore Nicole, S-H-A-R-I underscore N-Y-C-O-L-E. It's just a thought, just a thought, it's my opinion. It's just a thought, just a thought, get out your feelings. Say It Loud Podcast Network, where black and brown voices truly matter. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra.